0: Hey, everybody. Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. We're going to talk about a story out of Yahoo as if we don't have enough uh, wealthy people telling us the markets are collapsing. Hey, let's get you some more FUD and uh, gloom and doom, baby. Yeah, let's do this. All right. Uh, this is out of Yahoo Finance. I'm going to link it in the video description. It's entitled The Stock Market's Nightmare Scenario of a 50% Drop is Now More Likely After the Stubborn Feds Biggest rate hike in decades, hedge fund strategist says. I feel like I need to pass out after reading that. That's a long, long intro. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go over some highlights. A stubborn Federal Reserve has increased the likelihood of a prolonged recession, according to Axionic Capitals. Peter, who comes up with these last names? Shin Shin shinony, shin shinini, shin 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 shin. Sorry, just hey guys, do me a favor, put in the comment section what movie that song was from. I know I got the words wrong, but you're gonna get it from the tune. It says that's because the Fed could cause economic whiplash, I like to call it bull whip, that leads to it cutting interest rates sooner than expected. We're gonna explain that in a second, okay? No, we're gonna explain that right now. So the Federal Reserve right now is doing too little, too late. We get it. Federal Reserve chairman comes out, you know, in December and he goes, Okay, It's time for our press conference. Things are getting a little uh, expensive for you uh, little people. Uh, gasoline's going up. Food's going up. Uh, doesn't affect me. I've got lots of money. But hey, uh, it's going up. And so we're going to do something about that. And I got an idea. I'm Drew Jay Powell. We're going to raise rates in three months. Because like sideline, let me just throw this out there, they want it to be a little bit more of a squeeze, because that's what's going on, right? The Fed always reacts too late and they cause the crashes, right? If they always intervene, they will always cause a crash. That's how it works. If we're on sound money that we couldn't inflate away to nothing, um, they wouldn't have any power and we wouldn't have these problems, but hey, I digress. So, uh, what's happening is now that the Fed is taking too long, putting out too little, even though this 75 basis points was the largest rate hike in, what was it, 30 years? I think it was, yeah, 30 years. Um, it's not worth it. And, uh, and it's not going to do anything. And the problem is, since this crash now is not going to be aggressive like Paul Volcker, it's happening right now as we speak. They've only got essentially five bullets in the chamber if, you, if each bullet was, uh, can I even say that on this channel? If it was equal to 25 basis points, right? You gotta think about it that way. Um, every time they drop the interest rate a quarter of a point like they do during every crash, okay, we're gonna drop it a quarter of a point. Maybe we'll drop it a half, but then you're just shooting two rounds, that's double tap. I mean, hey, how often does a double tap work? Um, it's it's not going to be good they need to get rates up high enough fast enough to where they can give the illusion of guys everything's crashing because a crash is all emotion right uh, buyers panic and sell and, and it causes the price to collapse. When things go up, it's because buyers are euphoric, and they can cause you know uh, asset prices to go up. It's all emotion, right? So, they've got to fake you into thinking everything's okay. That's, that's, it's the illusion that's going on. It's the Wizard of Oz, okay? Oz, the man, the little man, by the way, standing behind the curtain, pulling the cords. So like he says here, the, because the Fed could raise economic whiplash that leads to it cutting interest rates sooner than they expected, there's not enough bullets in the magazine, okay? Now, the the last thing that's really interesting is the 1970s drawdown scenario of almost 50% for the S&P is becoming all the more likely. Now, I actually disagree with that. I believe we're gonna see it lose 80% uh, when this entire cycle is over. And just you know, that's not gonna happen in one day. It's not gonna happen in a few months. It's gonna happen over the next year or two, okay? But in that, we're gonna have some pretty scary days. I think Black Monday or Black Tuesday comes to mind, 1987. Uh, if you guys remember the date, put it in the comment section uh, where we saw, you know, well, over 20% lost in one day in the stock market. All right, we're gonna have days like that. We're gonna have the reporters crying like they never saw this before. All right. Now it says right here the Federal Reserve's decision to hike interest rates by 75 basis points this week only increases the chances of a prolonged economic recession and a deep sell off in the stock market. Okay. Says that's because the Fed's just now getting aggressive in tightening financial conditions as data begins to show a slowdown in inflation. <laughs> yeah, how do you guys feel? Put in the comment section. Do you feel that inflation is slowing down? Just the data shows it. Trust the data, right? Like we're supposed to tr- trust the science. Sorry, did I say that? That scenario can cause significant policy whiplash that leads to economic hardship for millions according to Uh Stifling domestic demand with too late rate hikes could now result in a prolonged recession, especially because policy works with a three to nine month lag on the economy. Now we've talked about this lag on the economy before. I've talked about how uh, it's interesting how we have these uh, markers in time. Everybody wants to put a crash or an explosion, a buildup in an economy um, or a stock market to a specific specific date, but there's these things called lagging indicators, like construction. Construction is a lagging indicator. I don't care if you see that there's a 1,000 homes being built right now, it doesn't mean the real estate market's strong. It means the real estate market was super strong three years ago or two years ago when the builder finally went, I'm going to go get a loan, I'm going to buy land. This is a good idea, and it takes so much longer, and by the time he's building his 1,000 homes, the guy next to him is building 1,000 homes, and before you know it, they're all they all have a bag of 1,000 homes, right? Because everything's selling off. That's just how it works, lagging indicator. And again, this data, just like they say, three to nine month lag on the economy. So you have to remember, economists are not looking into the future, they're always looking into the past. What is a recession? It's two or more, Uh, Quarters of negative GDP growth right that's looking into the past and we already had one a massive uh, surprise in the first quarter Now we're just waiting for the people that went to college and got lots of money in student loan debts uh, That probably couldn't you know write their a check out of a paper bag, you know save their life They probably can't even you know they probably don't even have a lot of investments themselves, but hey, they're in charge of our money, right? They're gonna tell you, oh, yes, we're now officially in a recession, why? Well, the data tells us. Thank you, that's cool, I didn't need to know that. I know lots of people losing their businesses right now, so I'm so glad we employ you guys. So it says, lastly, that's because while the Fed is trying to tame inflation by lowering consumer demand for goods and services, it's actually supply-side constraints and higher commodity prices that are driving the bulk of inflation, a side of the economic equation that the Fed exerts little influence over. And that is absolutely correct. See, what's happening is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a snowball that starts small on the top of the mountain and rolls down the hill and gets larger. As companies start to see inflation rear its ugly head, they start to hedge at inflation. What's one of the ways they hedge inflation? They buy more products. And they lock in those prices. A lot of you are doing it right now at the grocery stores as you're locking in food prices for the next three, four, five months, maybe even a year because you see what's happening. And so what's happening is that is causing a, uh, a huge strain, not only in supply, because they're buying more than they need right now, hoping they're gonna be able to sell those products later. They're locking the price, but it's also running the price up, which is squeezing margins, okay? So that is absolutely horrible. And the Fed has very little effect on that. I just want you to understand, yes, they can intervene in, in certain industries, or a lot of them, and, and buy up assets, paint on the dryer and try and drop prices like the 10-year bond the other day. But my point being is that uh, you have to understand that even though they buy this up, that's still on their balance sheet. And they're not, they're not a federal bank. They're a private institution. They're a private bank. They don't want to keep all those bad performing assets on the books. They want to sell them to you and your actual 401k or your pension fund. That's how this Ponzi works. Um, all right, guys, that being said, I hope you got something out of this because uh, just the fact that all of these uh, economists and um, are now saying, you know, oh crap, it isn't gonna keep going, this time is different, it's going to turn and it's actually turning and you're starting to see these 50% uh, predictions, you're starting to see 80 and 90% predictions, I want you to understand that'll end up being a self-fulfilling prophecy because the more they talk about it, the more people hear about it, the more people start to prepare and start to sell off their equities and we start to see a bigger crash, all right guys? So with that being said, I thank you so much for watching. The Economic Ninja is out.